This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Him With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. I Only Debate My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was. No coughing. And the best there ever will be. What up? I'm still sick, my nigga. I'm coming off of this fucking swine flu. And it's your man Dame going wild, the West Side Landlord. <coughs> the pride of PA, High Chief Dame don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame. And the David Ruffin and the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Let's go. Oh, man. Shout out to the Slimmy Hoffa show. This nigga. <laughs> Yo, Slimmy, <laughs> took, Slimmy took my whole shit. That's my nigga. <laughs> that nigga take everybody there. You like the conquistador. Slimmy the took my whole shit. I got to come in here and kick it with my nigga Slimmy. Nigga say you the West Side Lairlord. Nigga from Van, East Van, Van Dyke. Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the niggas, man. What up, though? Welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode 106. Yeah. 106 is a special number for some reason. I was like, was that the room that niggas got in trouble They had to go to 106? I thought it was 206, my bad. 106 in Park? 106 in Park, okay. Right. Fucking classic. Classic These shit. kids don't know what they miss nowadays. Yeah, a fucking, there ain't no video shows no more. YouTube. Yeah, but it need to be a video show. You know what I'm saying? That'll get a... Because videos videos weren't accessible back then. Like, you got videos during this stretch of the day, and that was it. Yeah. We need another video show. I think that... I heard they bringing Yo! MTV Raps back. They got to do it. They got to do it the right way. They just got to do it the right way. Well, low-key, they do... TRL came back. And then it's gone. Is it? Yeah, it's gone. Straight up. Well... Freestyle Friday used to mean something. Nigga. I auditioned, I auditioned for Freestyle Friday and I made it, but I couldn't make it to uh, NYC on my week. Damn. Wow. Yep. I wonder who was going to watch you when you got up there. <laughs> well, nobody going to watch the boss. <laughs> I didn't go be up there in front of Lux and shit. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Everybody, like, everybody was still, like, starting off with nobody, like, really. Remember really... The, 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 the Poster Boy? Yeah. He murdered that shit. Poster Boy was a fucking And then he quit. He quit after his seven weeks. Well, they they retired him. No, no, no. He retired himself. Oh, so that, because after you got seven, they Yeah, no, no. He he retired himself, and that's what started the seven-week shit. He killed that shit. Poster Boy, Jen. Jen. Avalanche. I don't remember that nigga, but... Backlin or Backlin. Oh, the fat nigga. Fat yeah, nigga. Yeah, yeah, from Baltimore. Yeah, it was yeah, hard. Yeah, Back yeah. to your block. Yeah. It was hard, man. Uh, we also got a guest in the building, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my brother. Yo, I go by the name of Jaffe. Um, I, ain't, I ain't got no uh, no slogans or whatever, you know. 
Hey man, you like gotta, these guys do. You gotta be prepared, man. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be prepared. You knew what you was coming up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, one on six, man. That shit was that was the shit for a high school. When Free and AJ was up there. I don't even want to admit, but like Bow Wow ran that shit for like a long. He was yeah, Mister One Hundred Six in Park. Yeah, yeah. Bow Wow. I mean, fuck it. Everybody want to talk shit about him, but Bow Wow did the shit. Now, uh, low key, even Terrence J and Roxy was cool at first. Like after at that, first. No, then after that, they started bringing, like... Just any two niggas that they could yeah, throw together. Yeah. You needed chemistry. Yeah, because Terrence J then went on and prospered. And Roxy, too. She on radio and shit. Nah, she doing her thing. Free was a cold piece for Oh, me, yeah, man. man. Free was a cold piece. Shout out to Free. So talented. She's still on radio. Um, what happened to her? She She's on, still she doing on, radio. I mean, yeah, she Where on. is she now? <laughs> is she in Atlanta? Who knows? I think she in Atlanta or LA. I think she might be in Atlanta. I don't know. I don't, don't give me a line. She's still cashing checks. She on, radio shit. She on a, somebody radio show. <laughs> shit, AJ was on fucking Entertainment uh, Tonight. Yeah, yeah. He cut them weak ass dreads off and it <laughs> helped that nigga career to go to another plane. No, we need to start a, a, a campaign to take off Sway's hat. Like, no, take that oh, shit off, yeah, man. You don't bro. got the dreads no more. Like, no, take that shit off, dog. Nah, that's, that shit, that's, it, that's his look, man. I, I know that. But I was watching that shit the other day. I'm like, that shit kind of started to irritate me. Like, dog, take that shit off, man. Sway probably balled in a motherfucker. I don't know. <laughs> me couldn't have got the horse. Got the horseshoe. Hey, he, what's so funny is like, as soon as the cameras come off, he probably take that shit off. Everybody around that bitch know he got like 360s in that bitch banging. I don't know. I doubt it. But no, like, years <laughs> of wearing them dreads, pulling back. Sway ain't got no hairline. You know, not on further review. Upon further review. Keep that shit on film. Yeah. yeah. Don't tarnish the legacy. Yeah, you know what? This podcast almost was named upon further review. Like I was going, you know what I'm saying? You know, we 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 say some outlandish shit and then we be like, all right. We. <laughs> we. <laughs> upon further review, uh, I gotta walk some of that shit back. Yeah, that that was almost the name of this podcast. So you bitch ass niggas out there, don't steal that shit. That can't happen, man. No, fuck. Be, that. be on the bigger and better things. Remember when niggas stole our Shop Talk podcast and shit? Yeah, and we, we politely sent them niggas a cease and desist. This you shit for real around here. This got, Shop Talk podcast, LLC. What's so funny is they did it, they wouldn't respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was polite because the niggas didn't reach out to us unpolitely. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Did. Niggas all, that I still want to get up in here one day. Polite and unprofessional. I mean, polite and professional. But then I was reading because I, I just kept watching, like, all right, y'all going to change this shit. You know what I'm saying? We 100 episodes in and y'all like seven in. Yeah. Like, you using the hashtag like you cannot click on this fucking hashtag and not see two years worth of shit. And they had saying? a weak ass logo with the barbershop shit up in it too. Yeah, but wow. then uh, they switched the name of that shit, and then they notes they was like niggas was hating. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we had to switch the name because niggas was hating. No, nah, that's oh, not man. necessarily what happened. No, that's not what happened. But like you know, nigga put a lot of fucking money and time and effort in. Like, I mean, if that's what you want your narrative to be, then God bless it. But we know the truth. You know what I'm saying? And we know why you changed it because you ain't want to. You ain't want this paper gangster up upside your shit neither. I mean, we started pussy. <laughs> Upon further review, yeah, pussies. Uh, how was your week though, brother? Oh man, my week been fucked. I've been trying to shake this fucking cold. Like one of my kids got sick last week. Yeah. And once one of the kids gets sick, like the whole motherfucking house is gonna get sick. Mm. But it didn't happen that way. I'm the only nigga sick as fuck in the house. So it was probably you. I don't. I don't know. Like last Wednesday, I started getting like a little cough. Then Thursday, I could barely get get the fuck up out the bed. Maybe you go get your oil changed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what type of slang that is. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you need a tune-up, shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to them. So last Thursday, 
could barely get up out the bed, but I was like, fuck this. I ain't wasting no PTO day. I'm going to drag my ass into work because I don't really, like, work hard as fuck. Yeah, I get it. So I was like, I'm going to go in. I was at work for probably about two, three hours. My boss walked past my desk, and she looked at me. She's like, you look sick. You can go home. Take your laptop go home. That'd be the best. When they send you home, I'm going to come in this motherfucker. I'm never going to call off, but I'm going to come in this bitch looking so walking deadish. No, I call off all the time, but. I ain't called off in damn near 10 years, dog. Uh, I'm, there's, my goal is never perfect attendance. <laughs> I mean, it was, it's been instilled in me. You know, I got to think about time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a thing. I mean, I just don't call off just to, like, fuck around and sit at the house and, like, not do shit, but. Yeah, nigga, I I get these PTO days. I'm gonna burn through these motherfuckers. You ain't gonna pay me out. You gonna I'm gonna take these hoes. Nah, I schedule some shit off like a month. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm take these bitches. <laughs> I don't. It, it don't be uh, unannounced absences, but I'm not gonna be there. I ain't been to work since Tuesday. Shit. I don't be planning unannounced absences, but it'd be like I wake up on Monday. I was like, yeah, I need to schedule Friday off because I got some shit to do. And mm-hmm. I look up and it'd be Thursday night, and I ain't said shit. I'm like, fuck, I guess I'm just calling off on Friday. And it'd be Monday, like, I got to schedule tomorrow night off. <laughs> like, I'm not, because I'm not. And you work midnights. Yeah, so. That's fucked up. It's enough time for you to get some shit together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just don't be on top of it like that. But shout out to my insurance and that $5,000 motherfucking copay. Shit. Shit expensive <laughs> as fuck to be sick. Yeah, man. My doctor was like, he wanted me to go last Saturday. He was like, you should go to the hospital. Like, I'm like, shit, shit my nigga. I can't. I can't afford. I can't afford that shit. Hey man, this sure should be some scam. Like nigga, you go to the fucking EMS. And that's two hundred dollars, nigga. Nigga, my just for my medication because I'm like I, I didn't talked about it before. Like I almost died like a few years ago because my heart was like doing some dumb shit. You get that oil change, nigga. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I'm trying to like now I'm gonna watch my diet and all that shit, and I take like. Fucking pills for my heart, blood pressure, all that shit. Like nigga, even with my insurance, you pills and shit. Like, you old man, dog. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whatever I got to do to stay alive around this bitch. Uh, this nigga got to take pills. Nigga, if shit. they can make me like RoboCop and keep me alive a little bit longer, I'm gonna do that shit. I don't yeah. give a fuck. And uh, nigga, just for my prescriptions was like two hundred sixty dollars with insurance. No, no, I ain't fucking with it. So I mean, I do what I got to do. I'm trying to stay alive. All right, man. Go eat some fruits and vegetables or some shit, man. I guess. You know what I'm saying? Fruits and vegetables don't take like don't taste like Delmonico steak. Okay. <laughs> okay. You can keep on with shit. All right, man. Uh this week, man, I went to my uh my nephew graduation today. You know, he went from eighth grade. He about to go into high school and That's shit. That's what's up. So shout out to my nephew, Tavon. And uh, you know, he still look like a kid to me though. You know, some eighth graders going ninth grade be like looking grown and yeah. shit. He was still like a kid, like a little skinny kid, man. He'd like, be all right. He's gonna be all right, but you know, what high school he going to? I don't know. His mama wanted him to go one way, and, his, and my, my brother wanted him to go another way. I'd rather keep him out here in Farmington Hills or some shit and go to them. Probably schools. safer. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> he might end up going to you know some over there. So I, I I don't know yet. Okay. Um, but uh, shout out to them, man. I, was I love to see the young dogs graduating. Yeah. Man. You know what I'm saying? Or and, uh, promoting up, rather. So shout out to them and the families of everybody that was in the graduation. You know, Jesus Christ. It should be deep. It should, no, well, it should be ratchet as fuck sometimes. Yeah, because I went to a graduation last Saturday. Or maybe it was a Saturday before, and it was pretty, pretty lit. Yeah, them but, kids. you know, these are my people. So, you know, it is what it is. Shout out to them. All right, man. So, look, before we get into our topic today, 
I'm still waiting on this fucking Nas album, fam. Uh, I'm going to tell you this, dog. I don't know how, but this is Kanye West's fault, fam. I know it's his fault, dog. I don't I don't know how it's his fault, but it's I his fault. I don't blame Kanye. It's his fault. He probably trying to, oh, I need to remix and master this shit. Like, nigga, I heard the shit streaming last night, fam. Release And it sounded shit. good as fuck. Fuck. The stream of it sounded good as hell. Great. Because they, over, they overlaid it on Uplay with the actual sound. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like. Nigga. It sounds like a good Nas album, which I would have to, you know, upon further review, I have to walk some bullshit back because I thought, I thought this wouldn't be a good album, but I still need to hear it. Right. So this the one clip that was floating around that got me geeked and shit this morning. I looked on there and I seen everybody was in the circle and shit. Nas was in the middle. Everybody had their hands up. Then the motherfucker beat came in so fucking angelic. And I'm like, oh, fucking shit. This is like when Kanye did the the whole Pablo rollout when they was at Madison Square Garden. He was playing song. And Pablo was a good fucking album. So, I mean, it's got my hopes up. Because yeah. Nas is one of my favorite rappers. And I just want another good Nas album. I can't tell from the way you be slandering them. I mean, you know I, get my, I get my honest what opinion. Sometimes last? love is, you know, when you love somebody, sometimes you got to be tough on them. What was the last great Nas album to you? The last great Nas album? I mean, life is good was pretty life fucking is good. good. Was in 2012. It was, you know, what I'm saying, but that I like that. Yeah, album. that was a good fucking album, dog. Yeah, I could. When you say great, you talking about like, like classic Nas classic album? album in your book? Like, you know what? I have to oh, go back to this album man. over and over again. I mean, as far as Nas is concerned, like the albums that I figured that I, that I think are classic, like these are like the standing test of time, like Ill-Matic. against anything. Oh yeah, Illmatic. It was written. It was written. Stillmatic. Stillmatic. I love Godson. I love I Am. I like Streets Disciples. And I that's my, we gonna talk about that. That's the and I, I love <laughs> fucking the Lost Tapes. Lost Tapes was good. That's what really kind of. I mean, everybody was like to an extent. Everybody was a Nas fan. You know what I'm saying? But like the Lost Tapes, it did something like damn. Let, I, I wish there was a video for Project might, Window. Like he might. This might be one of my favorite. This might be my favorite rapper and shit. Like. Yeah, though. I don't think I, you know, I've, I've said before, like, I am just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you was tripping on, man. But. And the double album could have easily been condensed. Streets Disciple could have easily been condensed down to one I think if, one they, album. if they took Streets Disciple and made it one album, it fits into the classic category. Because yeah. there's that many songs on there that have been like, wow. It would yeah. have been like, bang, bang. But we're going to be talking about a double album today. And, like, everybody, all the greats got to put that on their it's a checklist that that niggas got to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to do a double album? Yeah. It's one of the things that's on everybody's checklist. Which Because Kendrick did a double album. They just didn't release the second one. But that's something that they put. They do. It's something that's on the quote-unquote greats checklist, which is why all of them. So you can't be a great MC. I'm not saying what you can Have do. a great career. <laughs> no, no. I'm just asking for clarification. What I'm saying is all of the greats have a double album, and they just use that shit as a checklist. Okay. And be like, why the nigga put it up? Because they put because Pac and Big put out a double album. So Jay Z goes and put out a double album. Nas goes out and put out a double album. Fuck like you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I get just, that to you. And you know, I'll be reading different articles and shit and they be going through their checklists. Like so they, they the Kendrick checklist, they say he checking everything off so he can be considered one of the GOATs. He didn't produce a, a movie. You know what I'm saying? The soundtrack for a fucking movie. True. We thought the his the double album was coming, but they never was released. He actually didn't reference that it was an album, but they just 
then put this shit out. Didn't Eight Ball put out like a triple album back in the day? I want to say he did. I know somebody that. That does sound familiar. Yeah, I, I think it was Eight Ball put out a triple album. Yeah. So, uh, I guess so. What are the so I have a couple lists or well, list as far as what are the best double albums of all time? It's not a lot that I can go off of no. that fit in that category, but I think by default, what bringing this question in on is "All Eyes on Me" and "Life After Death" are the two greatest double albums in my lifetime as far as like rap music is concerned. I don't know which two, which double album that you can say is better than one of them or more impactful or whatever. But speaker box love below. Mm. Mm. Was it? Mm. Won a Grammy, won Diamond. Won Diamond, man. So is, <laughs> is that what we're going to... So Nelly did too. Now I'm for double album. I know what I'm saying is if we're going to use the Diamond and the, and, the, and the Grammy shit, like as far as well as greatness. Speaker you, Box Love Below was a great album. To me, in my opinion, it was. I don't listen to Big Boy's side. You only listen to three sacks? Yeah. Okay, good job, because that's the probably the best of the two. Yeah. Do y'all listen to, to, to the Andre side? I mean, uh, I do. Big Boy side? Like I that, do. I like, like it as a whole. Because them two separate albums. They are. And they just connect because, you know, because they real people. Um, when they're going through different troubles, they don't be beefing in, in, in the media and shit. So they were had, unofficially, they had two different tour buses. They wasn't necessarily seeing eye to eye. You know what, man? I don't like talking about outcasts. What you want? I, I don't like three stacks because I feel like he, well, owe, he owes. Is this he, why? Is this why owe, you brought my man in? No, 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 no. I, I feel like he owes us more music. I as, as a fan, you know what I'm saying. Well, he probably owes us. You mean he owes us years of music? Well, he owes us music as solo. a solo artist because yes, yes. he has a lot of fucking music. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just not as a solo artist. Shit, Wu Tang forever. That was a double album. So so what? So I got Pac. I mean, I got All Eyes on Me. I got Life After Death. No particular order. Um, I say I guess you probably put Speaker Box Love a Blow on there. Um, Jay Z Blueprint Two. Given I didn't like that as a double album. You know what I'm saying? But if you're thinking about the best ones, I mean, would you put Art of War on there? I mean, no, Art of War wasn't a great album. It I mean, wasn't. if you was on that Bone shit, like I don't know. I love Bone, man. But Art of War wasn't a good ass I, album. I want to say it was a classic album, in my opinion. I mean, that's cool. They they had a couple cuts on there, you know. I mean, they had that song with Pac on there. Yeah, yeah. Diplomatic Community was a double album. That's Man, you, we were just talking about that before we. I love Dipset. Just talking. About I missed that. the whole Dipset wave. I I wasn't I wasn't a part Killer. of Killer. I don't got nothing against him. You know what I'm saying? I just I did that shit did not in that did not entice me at all. Your homie used to bring me so many Dipset mixtapes oh, back from man. NY. Who that? Uh, gut. You we had the story time about her. She had oh get, yeah yeah. She used yeah. to bring me back a lot of Dipset mixtapes. Shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, Master P, The Last Dime was a double hey, album. Hey, wow. chill, chill, fam. What, wasn't that true? <laughs> chill, that, fam. Wasn't chill. that true album or double album too? Um, I, don't, I, don't I think don't so. Know. I don't think so. No, the first true album, no, I wasn't a double album. But I think they dropped like a double album. Uh, those are the only good ones I can really think of. I mean, I guess you can throw Nas on there. Uh, <coughs> but, I mean, I Street's Disciple has gotten weak, though. <coughs> it's not weak. I think like it's not classic. I'm saying when you when you're trying to put the best double albums together, like what do you do? 
Underground Kings, UGK. That was a double album too. That was classic. No, I'm just Uh-oh. I'm just going. I'm through. just asking. No, when I say when I think classic, I can definitely put Wu Tang Forever, fucking All Eyes on Me, Life After Death. I don't need the Blueprint Two to me wasn't a classic, so mm-hmm. I I wouldn't throw that in the conversation. Speaker Box Love Below, I mean I consider that a classic. That's about where it stopped for me. Like, in real life, on the big boy side, I needed to go back and revisit that album. I mean, I love the way you move. It was one of the other joints was, uh, what's my man, Sleepy, or what was his name? Yeah, Sleepy Brown. Sleepy yeah. Brown. Like, he had a couple of them joints in there, but I just, I didn't, I don't know, I ain't gravitate to to, to his joint. It was good. Not man. saying it is whacking. I'm like, I'm going to go back and revisit it. Yeah. Man, that shit, you know. I don't know, man. I think. So the, I know we probably missing some like AJ Ashley gonna be like nigga uh well, E forty yeah I mean forty did have a double album forty probably put out like twelve double albums Scarface had a double yeah forty put the a, first Vince Staples had a double album. album the first hip hop double album what was it I don't what was it by? know or someone else I don't I'm know. not sure I mean go to the Googles on that one because I I don't, I don't really remember niggas like a double album being like a thing you know what I'm saying. Like, All Eyes on Me did it, but we did, that gave us our first glimpse into how much Pac was like working. You know, because he was. DJ's Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince were the first hip hop artists to release a double album, 1988. Here's the, he's the DJ, I'm the rapper, which at 85 minutes warranted a double vinyl package, but was edited by 13 minutes to allow a single CD release. Damn. So. However. In 1995, Master P, <laughs> damn, uh, looked like Master P did release some The shit. Ghetto Trying to Kill Me. No, Master P Presents Down South Hustlers was oh. released as being supposedly the first double rap album to ever be entirely of original album format. It was the earliest. Yeah, so Master P. After that, a year later, Notorious Big Life After Death was released, later become... Well, what about uh, All Eyes on Me? Yeah, that was 96. Uh, Life After Death was 97. Yeah. They didn't even mention... Uh, Who the fuck is the source? That's why, you fucking, <laughs> that's why you can't fuck around with Wikipedia. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, you can't. But uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince, all right, I get that. So listen, man. Y'all listening to this on June 16th. June... How did How did it go? June 16th, 1971, Mama gave birth to a hell-raising heavenly son. It's Tupac's birthday, man. You know what I'm saying? So in honor of Tupac, uh, one of my favorite rappers of all time. Um, How old would Pac be? 44, 45 or some shit. All right. You think he still would have been rapping? I don't know. I just made that shit up. I didn't do no math. I just guessed. <laughs> Sound close. Uh, what's the, this? What year is this? 71. So 47. now he would have been, yeah, 47. Yeah, um. So we did a, a a while back. We did which disc was better from Life After Death, this one or this two? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we decided on. Doesn't matter. Whatever I, we came up I with, think we were this, right. This one, I don't know which one we decided on, but we was like, "Well, shit, we got to do one for Life." I mean, all eyes on me, and we held on to this one for a while, and we figured, what better day to drop this is on a Saturday when we normally drop, and it's being Pox and it's Pox's birthday, so. Let's talk about some all eyes on me. This one to this two. 
I honestly think this one was the best one on this album. Um, I forgot to tell you that we weren't gonna mention that until the end. But oh, I, I, <laughs> that's what you get for that's what you get for keeping me out of the loop. Oh, that's how you, you jumping the gun, my fan. You jumping the gun. Uh, but uh, I just just in Pac in general, this album was fucking great. This shit it did, was. This shit did something to me. Like I remember the first time I listened to this shit. Uh, I was in the back seat of uh, one of my homeboys when I was younger. Uh, his name was Dwayne, same name as my brother. About it. just so happens, but um, his older brother Kamal had a he had this red. It was like a caddy or some shit. It was dark burgundy, and the seats in the back was crushed velvet. That bitch was burgundy and shit. I remember getting in the back, and he was bumping all eyes on me, and that shit sounded so fucking hard, dog. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So every time I, I th- and I hear that shit come on, I instantly go to. Like, you know what I'm saying? That moment, like, when you, what, 95? I was, what, I don't know, 7th grade, 8th grade? You know what I'm saying? And, like, the older nigga, you, got, you jump in the car with the older nigga with the sounds, with the with the cool whip, and that shit was playing. That shit just was. This shit came me. out February 96, so I was already in ninth grade when this shit dropped. And I, like you, had a similar experience. My older homie, Alvin, who was already driving and shit, nigga had a conversion van. Yeah. And nigga had this shit like on CD back when you had the option of either cassette or CD. Yeah. This nigga had that shit on CD and we like literally rode around all day just doing, going to the mall, getting shit. That was me. Going to the mall, getting shit to eat and listening to the whole All Eyes on Me. And I was familiar with Pac's music. Like I had strictly for my niggas I had already had, had listened to. But like the way he was rhyming on this shit and the way that the production sounded, like having that combination of Daz on the Daz and Dr. Dre on yeah. the beats and then Pox Rhymes like the shit shit was a perfect marriage now, Jaffa, you, we a little older man nah, what was your experience when you nah, first this heard? is what I remember I was probably uh, just 96 probably 9 years old oh, man. so my, my earliest memories of Tupac was uh, uh, Brenda's Got a Baby video yep, yep, I remember okay. watching that as, as you know a young pup but I remember my brother uh, uh, going up to the the record store, I was with him, and he bought the All Eyes on Me album. So he he's about eight years older than me, so he's probably like sixteen years old. Yeah. So he's he's riding around, you know, bumping pop. You know what I'm saying? So I was familiar with him, but when I heard the album, even at that age, I was like, wow, this is incredible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like it was an aura around Pac at that time. This was after Me Against the World, which yeah. was a great fucking album. You know what I'm saying? And it was after the quad shooting, everything. The magazines was dope. That fucking the spread in the magazine with the the, the classic. He was becoming picture. a star at this point. Yeah, he was like the biggest star. Yeah, like he was a like at the high. Ninety six was Pac year in rap. Oh yeah, and this is after Hit Him Up because Hit Him Up never actually made an album. You know what I'm saying? It was the artwork and everything from it looked as it appeared that was gonna go all, on all eyes on me. But Hit Em Up never made it to an official album. No, it was just a no. single. You know what I'm saying? But all the artwork. Remember how hard that video was to find for Hit Em Up? <sighs> Man. That was like when the box started kind of fading away. Fading away. It was, you couldn't just. Yeah. Yeah. Shit was hard to find for a minute. Man, that shit was just. It was a different aura, man. And then uh, out of all the shit, when that shit fucking come on, dog. I like, won't deny it. I'm a straight fighter. You don't want to fuck me. Hey. I think a lost art with when it comes to albums is sequencing. Nigga. That's true. The order that the order that them songs come in on Perfect. make a difference. Facts. 
man. This is one part I want to point out, dog. And I, I noticed this was Pac listening this week. As soon as he started rapping, uh, I noticed this part. And I went through a bunch of different songs. Like, this is a, a continual thing. Long intro. <laughs> All the first four bars of Pac's songs come on and he puts you in the bop. Like all damn near all the favorite, my favorite Pac song, them first four bars, it'd be real melodic. It'd be they 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 rhyme off that same word. He puts you in the in the But he wasn't mood. rapping like that until All Eyes on Me. True, and I, true. I don't think that I don't know. No, he, no, no. If you go back and listen to like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You, you're right. Cause he, cause like you can listen to a music and tell what what year it sounded yeah, from yeah. Pac, what kind of vibe he was on, and he was like flowing on that. He's a Pac is a rapper to me, right? Yeah. You know, we throw the MCs and the rappers. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes he'd be on this MC shit. But like Pac is a rapper to me. He was on the MC shit on this album. Yeah, definitely. There's a bunch of pieces that I'm a, I'm gonna point out and like. Pac do not get enough credit for his rapping, dog. He, you don't think he gets enough credit no, for his rapping? They, everybody, that be the knock on him. When they, definitely when they when they compare him, like he wasn't as good as rapper as da, da, da. Like I don't think y'all be listening. I think y'all be listening. to No, nah, he wasn't as and, lyrical as say like a big, but like Pac was definitely like had the gift of, the, of that shit. Like he was spitting all through this album, and for me. Like I said, album sequencing is a lost art. For you, you got to start your. It's not a lot of people that start their albums off strong, and they go that way throughout the whole album. Like ambitions of a writer set the tone so for what this album was gonna be. Man, well, I, I, I have a little theory, man. I, I compare Tupac to uh, Muhammad Ali. Right? Why's that? Mu- Muhammad Ali is considered the greatest boxer of all time. So uh, you, so, so you got to ask yourself why. Even though he lost multiple times, right. he's been knocked on the ground. And now, in my opinion, he's not the greatest boxer of all time. But I understand why people call him that because what he did outside the boxing yeah. ring, just like Tupac. He, I, Tupac is my all-time favorite rapper, but I don't think he's the best lyricist of all time. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think his okay. impact outside of rapping, you know, the movies, the beef, um, him. You know, uh, um, you know his background, him, his mother being a Black Panther. I think that really put him over everybody else. It's the you know intangibles. Yes, yeah. yes. And like sometimes people can break down. So when they say he didn't have the most lyrics, when you read some through some of the lyrics, like how is this shit not impactful to you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I was able to deliver this shit in a way that's easily understandable by anybody who's listening. Right. And you're gonna feel this shit. And then when you listen, when you you just read the lyrics while he's going through, and like, oh, he he be explaining so much struggle, so much strife, so much shit that be going on. Very very simple, dog. Yeah, big big was more of a, a punchline rapper. Pac was more conversation. I'm gonna have a conversation with no. you. I'm talking to you. You know, so what I mean? many battlefield scars while driven in plush cars. This life is a rap star. It's nothing without God. Like, yeah, man. Like I've been through a lot of shit. I got all this anger, all this hurt, all these scars, but I'm driving in this motherfucking nice-ass vehicle so everything look real good, but ain't none of this shit without God. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, fam. Like, that's just all four bars. That's literally all one and a half bars. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot of shit to go into it. But uh, 
I love this motherfucking song, dog. That shit starts off the album so scandalous. I put this, you know, I think I said like DMX first album, that first song on the album sets the tone yeah. of how an album is going to be. I think like that's the one of the best set the tone of an album. The other other song that I had in my mind was this. For me, like DMX, Ambitions Over Rider, and shit, Fifty First album. Oh, what yeah. up, gangster? Oh, yeah. Like it sets the tone of like nigga. This is what my album gonna sound. But like. then, like I said, going back to what I said, the album sequencing. Like yeah. it's important how those songs. You can't just take twelve songs and I'm gonna throw my favorite one first. Yeah. Like it has to make sense. And artists don't make cohesive albums anymore. No. Pot got into the studio with Daz and Dr. Dre and create and crafted a sound. So who you think? Is responsible because Pac will go in the studio and like whoever's in the room, I'm writing this song. So whoever got a pen, y'all about to get on this shit with me. And I'm just going to burn through songs, burn through songs, burn through songs. I got a million in them shits. Someone else took the songs and crafted them bitches and put them bitches in order. I don't know who that is. Oh, well. You know what I'm saying? Was it like, was well, it Suge? Was it? Well, he, he recorded the album like in two, two and a half weeks. You know what I'm saying? Um, he had uh, uh, DJ Quick. Yep. Was yeah, was uh was the mixer major input. It was a mixer, a major impact. Uh, Daz Dillinger was a was a major producer on the album, and um a lot of people don't know, man. When he got to Death Row, they just threw him music. Absolutely. So if Dog Pound had an album coming out or Dre had an album coming out, that shit stops. All the good music y'all got is going to pop. You know what I'm saying? One of the one of my favorite pop verses, one of my favorite songs is on this that we about to, we gonna get into was Daz and Corrupt song. And it went to pot. I think you talking about um, got my mind made up. Absolutely. But I, but I a, think a, originally, no, not to cut you off. Originally, um, Method Man, not not Method Man, uh, Rage was uh, in uh, Pox. Uh, Pox what? Pox verse. Yeah. My thing is, and sometimes when your star player is hot, you just got to give them the ball. Facts. You got to feed them. You know what I'm saying? If Steph Curry hot, you keep passing it to that. Yeah. And if Pac was Pac was hot at this time. So you just get behind them and you ride the wave. Nigga, I'm fresh out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got the... I, this is my first album on Death Row. I'm putting the row on on my back. You give them the rock. If the Heat Rocks is coming and Pac sound good on them, not to say... Like, and you look at how much talent was in the camp at that time. Like, you're going to continue to make classics. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, let Pac have this one. We'll go back to the next. And you see, we'll go back to the drawing board on the next one. And you see this happen still even now with, with music. Like, if an artist is hot, I remember, didn't they say, like, 50 gay, like, game first album was, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 50 and G-Unit album. Well, yeah, I know G-Unit's, about three, G-Unit's, three songs. G-Unit first album was 50 Cent second album. Yeah. 50 Cent would have a different, in my opinion, would have a different career if the G-Unit album was his album. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I think, like, after Give It to Die Trying, I didn't like none of fifty none of his albums after that. Really? I didn't. I mean, there was some songs on there that I, that I fuck with, but I didn't think, me personally, that any of them albums cohesively was, like, a good album. I don't listen to none of them shits now. Okay. Like, I just listen to, often, actually, Get Rich or Die Trying, and I listen to the G-Unit album. Like, if that was his album, I think he had a totally, even though he is the man, right? He was yeah. the man. I think that shit is. I mean, Fifty Cent is still relevant in conversation, not as a rapper, not but as like a rapper. as a as an entity. You know, you can still rel- relevantly speak on Fifty Cent. Yeah, just not about rap. But, but I, I think the most important thing that we missed is the title of the album, "All, All Eyes, Eyes on, on Me." You know, we just talking about Fifty Cent, get rich or die trying. 
I don't. Title. I mean, the title makes a difference too. No, I no. mean, fresh out, nigga. In real life, like, all me. eyes is on me. I just, just, just murder. I mean, this rape case and low key, <laughs> Pac was out on bail. Yeah. Like we don't know what the case could have happened. What, what if you went back to jail? What if you would have got convicted of some shit? Like, and this would have been his best body of work that we that you know we may have had. And what's so crazy is the reason I don't think Pac get the respect he do because of rapping and some of the knocks on him is because Pac only had five studio albums, but everything he ever rapped got released. Like shit that you were never supposed to hear. Yeah. He like, was bleeding that catalog. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he always rap about this. He always rhymed this with this. Like nigga, them was Soft, reference yeah. tracks and yeah. shit like that. This wasn't never supposed to come out. Only thing supposed to come out is what's on these official albums. And I have five of them shits. Anything after that, don't blame me if this sounds similar or if I was rapping about the same thing. Nigga, that was a concept. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's not fair that you judge niggas on literally everything he ever rapped got fucking released. It's not fair. No. You know what I'm saying? So look, uh, after that we got All About You, which is the song that started the video holes. It's All About You? Yeah. Right. Uh, started the video? What I'm saying is Snoop pointed it out. Like every time I see, every time I'm, I'm, you the, you was in every my homeboy Nate video, was in such and such right, video. Right, right, right. Then I see the same bitch on the Million Man March. Who was in the Homeboy Warren G video? I mean, everywhere I go, everywhere I saw, I see the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, that started the, like, wait a minute. These bitches is in everybody video. Like, that started That's the whole the video, video vixen. <laughs> like, before. 96, uh, I'll take it. I'll because take it. before that, these were just regular girls that would be there. I mean, they start like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that I could just get in videos and shit and just be. Yeah, you're right. Because video models didn't have like their own identity. Like you, it w- I never you get a couple of bad it. chicks from your neighborhood and they in the video. But now they be Mel- the Melissa Fords of the world yeah. and shit. So, huh? damn it, I didn't even think of that. But you got to give it to them. Fuck it. Uh, All About You is a fucking classic song, dog. It is. You know what I'm saying? And then Rest this, in peace, Nate, dog, man. Man. Yeah. Then this shit right here? Oh, scandalous? Oh, man. Oh, I know you can. I know yeah. you can. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I love this shit, dog. I can talk about Just the production on this shit was. Bass on the beat. This here. Man, uh, fucking great. I love this phone. I love the song. Don't tell me nothing about bad about this shit. That shit is fucking excellent. It's great. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't tell me shit about this. Talk about, like, we close to one of my, to probably my f- favorite song on this album. Mine Made Up was so good. Man. Who, who had the best verse on here? Corrupt. I'm going to have to say uh, it's between Method and Red, man. They brought something different to the album because you didn't hear. The like, East Coast. Yeah, you yeah. didn't hear East Coast niggas and West Coast niggas rhyming together at this time. And uh, I think in like this is about to be one of the coldest pocket verses in <laughs> period. <laughs> I think you start rapping in like fifty three seconds, dog. Yeah, like, Park did this thing, you know. This uh, was on some. This was when he was on his MC shit. Yeah. Uh, let me just slide to this. Shit. I just feel like even though this was this was a good song, we skipped over my favorite song on the album already. Ha! This how it's the fourth song. Oh no. Oh, my bad, my bad. My favorite is number six. 
Hold on, man. I gotta take this shit back just a little bit, dog. To the the dopest fucking rhyme I wrote, like that nigga even knew this was his best verse, nigga. Yeah, he he, he had more punchlines than that in that verse. No, this mean? nigga said, "Bear witness to the dopest fucking rhyme I." Nigga, get the fuck out of here, dog. But in this one, the first four bars are mandatory. My elevation, my lyrics, like orientation, so you can get familiar with the nigga you face. Set the he'll, tone. He'll bring you in yeah. with that shit. And that joint he did about the, you know, he he mentioned thugged out. Forgive me, Janet, and then. Use the control in his next, in his next, you know, his next, in his next bar. But iron sharpens right. iron. You know what I'm saying? Like when you have other MCs of that Facts. caliber on the same song with you, yeah, you can't come weak on that so, shit. So, so this is an example I use when people try to say Pac is not. They try to attack his rhyming, right? So mm. when Big got on the track with Bone, he adjusted his flow mm. to rap like Bone, right? Yeah. And they were like, well, Pac didn't do that when he was on the Bone track. I don't know who sent who shit first. On this particular track, because we know this was somebody else's track, I had the niggas meth and red, you know what I'm saying, from the East Coast on there. All right, I'm going to give you an East Coast type flow because I can do this shit too. So that's when he hit you with these. So, like, come on, man. Yeah. Get a nigga his respect. He's the most underrated, overrated rapper. He's overrated <laughs> for the right. He, he, he overrated for the wrong things, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Then you got a huge single right after Got My Mind Made Up. How do you want it? How do you wow, want it? Hughes and, uh, now, how do you want it? Do you right. remember how do you want it had two videos? Yes. One with just regular chicks one and then one with the, straight, with the straight porn stars yeah. on it. Do y'all want to know what, dog? How do you want it is the reason that Little Kim is the way that she is right now. And the reason. You fat motherfucker. That, and the reason that Wendy Williams is the way that she. She's responsible for both. But this song is. Reason Lil Kim at the in the end of the song he dogged the, her in the background he was like Lil Kim it seems you ain't check check the weight scale lately you was not Lil Kim you fat Kim you tramp in this song in this yeah. song at Are the end serious? of the song yeah. yes yeah. I never heard that bro let me go let me go ahead into it dog. wow that's what I do every day man. Damn, I don't know what's. You know what I do? I'll put it in the notes after the song. I mean, after the show, I'll put it in the notes where you can listen to it. But in the background, because okay. he was. I remember that shit. He was talking in the background, and in the background of him talking in the background, he's talking in the background. He did that shit a lot on Machiavelli. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, that, he started. She felt, a, in my opinion, she felt a certain way that somebody attacked her image, and then she started fucking with her nose, fucking with her body, and. She ain't, I don't think she ever been the same. So you think Tupac made her, uh, turned her into an addict? 
for the plastic <laughs> surgery with little Kim. I mean, not little Kim, but with Wendy Williams, he said, I'm going to put a $30,000 hit through Jenny Craig to come find your fat ass and smoke you. <laughs> and then she started, I mean, like, you remember yeah, her big. if you've seen old pictures of Wendy Williams, she Wendy was, Williams like, was healthy. Big as fuck. Yeah. Like, Wendy Williams was big as fuck. Like, fat? Yeah. And then she started <laughs> doing all that, the, the, like, this nigga made everybody go to the plastic surgeon and shit, dog. Shout out to Pac. <laughs> Pac started sending you hoes to Dr. Miami first. Yeah. <laughs> Two of America's Most Wanted, my oh, favorite classic, song on this album. Classic. You know what I'm saying? I told y'all before when my brother was locked, you know what I'm saying? That was, this was our shit. You know what I'm saying? We were riding in the car together. Like, he'd do the Snoop joint and I'd do the Pac first. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the time when we was younger. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, look. Hey, go, Jay, you got a point, though, man. Like, the first four bars of that of that song, it, it, it starts it off, man. Man, you know he man? suck you in, pause with the, with the first four bars, dog. But you know what I'm saying? So when I went and picked him up, like this was blasting to America's most one was blasting, like, and we had to do our shit, you know what I'm saying, while we on the way back. Uh so shout out to my brother. To America's most wanted, nigga. That is picture perfect. That, I painted perfect. That was like Hoochie Whoop Precision Mind, Ten Sticky Witchy with the Ness and Double Lope, dog my fucking homie. We some cold There there are certain songs that always make the album. You know what I'm saying? This is a quintessential song on the album. It's an all time classic. You know, like these are some of Pac's best verses and some of Snoop's best verses. Thanks. So, wish we would have. Who knows? Maybe if Pac hadn't died, we might have got a nope. a Snoop Dogg and Tupac album. Nope. No. They was nope. going their separate ways already. Yeah, they, oh, before you. <laughs> yeah. they could have reconciled. They could have reconciled. Um, and then Jesus fucking Christ, nigga! This track is so fucking great, dog. Oh man, the beat is so hard, man. Beat. So I I could be jumping out the window, but who? What rapper was making songs with R and B singers before this shit? Like I can't remember R and B singers singing on rap records before this. I'm sure it had to happen, right? Yeah, I mean Big had a few records, you know what I'm saying, with R and B singers before this though. Oh, about, oh before this album, yeah. Uh, LL Cool J. What? Yeah. Female singers, you know. Maybe not no known R&B singers, but you can give them that. Mm. LL Cool J always kind of... Because he worked with... I mean, Jodeci was all over this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he was. And then, of course, Big had, you know, R. Kelly and... You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just don't remember mainstream... I mean, you always had a chick singing on a hook. Because... There because, was always somebody singing, like... But we've talked about it before. Pac and Big created, like, a formula yeah. for double disc albums. And not... Probably they didn't do it on purpose. No, like, like this, is, it was organic at the yeah. time. But they created a formula for like what these songs should sound like. You should have a big party record. You should have a a West Coast sounding song. You should have a song with an R and B nigga on it. And that that became the formula for yeah. albums for at least twenty twenty years after that. Facts. Um, no more pain. This is just a cold fucking. Bitch, I'm sure to make you million with Devontae. Bitch, I know you want me with your mom. man. That's just come on, man. Then you got life goes on. Um, only God can judge only God me. me judge me is one of my shits, man. Oh yeah, y- y- y'all skipped over Hearts of Men with DJ Quick. Yeah, he, he laced that beat with um with um you know uh, Richard Pryor. It's, this yeah, is Pryor. He's not on my is shit. It's not whatever reason. Well, Hearts of Men should have been number eight. Yeah, it goes six, seven, nine. So you absolutely right. Hearts of Men. That's a fucking great song, dog. Yeah. That's my side. 
Uh, shit. You got only guy can judge me. Only guy can trading judge. war stories. Shout out to Sibo. Yeah. Sibo um, is an under underrated legend. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. Okay, have we have we? So, life goes on. Mm. Is a dope song. Is that the worst song on this one? Because I can't think of a bad song. Mm. Like if we go like that's the one I would skip over the most. Yeah. Okay. Not to say it's a bad yeah. song, yeah. but I agree. If I pass it, I ain't missing shit in my opinion. Like this some shit that kind of sad. You know what I'm saying? Like let me go to the next you know one. You know? like and then song. the next album, the next song is California Love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only God could judge me. Trade California Love. What's the most underrated song on book one? To me, to me, it's uh, what's your phone what's your phone number? number? Yeah, Nigga. what's your phone number, man? Because they took the Prince, man. Nigga does a bear shit in the woods, <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that Prince let this sample slide through. I mean, you got to give a nod to that shit because that's that's some G shit. Hey man, listen to the first four bars when he start rapping though. Like, what's your phone? Now I can make miracles with tempo. It's just a mental rip for the nymphos. That's the intro. Shit, when you rush me, walk up and touch me. Why? Do you want to fuck me? Just because I'm paid in the worst way. True. Looking kind of good in your birthday suit. Puck was flowing. Like I, when niggas say he, he can't over an unconventional ass beat yes, too. Yeah. Facts, because this was some shit that like Prince was singing like slow over. Like I don't know. Well, niggas tell me that Pac wasn't like a great. Sometimes you just get in your bag. You, lightning, you get lightning in the bottle, and you just gotta run with it. So we offer this one. Yeah, think so. If Pac release all eyes on me, just this one as a single album. Like Jesus, yeah, it's still, it's still oh, a yeah. bit of classic. Yeah, it's yeah, a, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then like, so you think I think DMX when he did, uh, I mean, uh, Dark as Hell Hot. Then six months later, Flesh of My Flesh. He could have released both of them shits in the same year and still clean the fuck up for sure. You know what I'm saying? Clean the fuck up. Now, um, but but this this goes to the fact that how much of a trailblazer Pac was. Like they were doing their own thing. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna go the regular formula formulaic formulamatic way. That sounds fucked up. Yeah, we're not right. gonna go the regular <laughs> formula of how we put out an album. We're gonna do this shit our way. We're gonna kit, take our best music and we're just gonna throw this shit out together. Yeah. You know, somebody um somebody asked me recently, uh, you know, you know, we fuck with the boxing shit. Like if I was a boxer, what song would be the song that you come out to? And my first my answer was this. The blind stares of a million oh, okay, okay. looking hard but won't realize that they will never see the pee. And might I say again, listen to the first four bars of this shit. Like, and this shit was aggressive as fuck. Nigga. You can't see me was an aggressive ass That's song. how you gotta start the second album. Because it can't drop off from the first one. Like, I, I don't know, man. Niggas got to miss me when they man, tell me Pac wasn't really, flowing, dog. What really put it over the top was George Clinton. Nigga. Yeah. Which way is it, nigga? George Clinton, like, man. Nigga trying to say what the ain't real. Like, niggas can't like, see nobody me. nobody was doing that, man. If I was coming out to a fight, that's nigga, you can't see me. 
It's my theme music in life. Nigga, you can't see me. Let me see. If I, oh, well, my fight music has always been the same. Cube and Dr. Dre, Natural Born Killers. Woo! <laughs> nigga, you can't find that song on no streaming No, services. you can't. Like, that's fucking crazy. You can find... Do you a, remember the video for that shit? Nigga. It's damn near hard to find that shit on YouTube. You gotta find you find the the non cursing version of yeah. the video on YouTube by somebody who just ripped that shit. The only th- natural born killers, uh, there's a cover of that song like on one of the streaming services. Like I don't know what what about that song is so special. You can't. Find don't you that remember shit. like the video was like a murder? Yes. That's why you can't find the video. There's another video that niggas don't. T- there's a song that I love by fucking. Glasses Malone and Mac Ten. Okay, everybody got to go. All right, I already know what time of tip is. <laughs> it sounds pretty. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. You said Mac Ten everybody. and Glasses Malone, and then you gave it a name. They, of that. they came out with an album together. I don't know if I, niggas I, like. I remember. I never tried to listen to this. Okay, shit. everybody got to go. There is a video for that shit. You might be able to find it. So I know. Y'all remember Mac Ten first album drop? Yeah, nigga, shit. Full life, full life. Nigga, you couldn't tell me I was. I'm ready to go kill somebody. <laughs> Music got way too much impact. Everybody got to go. Yeah, Nigga. but everybody got to go is essentially a song about the title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought uh, this one in Pac is, I mean, this shit is just so fucking great. I thought this two was more, um, I still love this two. This one is my favorite. Like this, I, I, Yeah, this one is my favorite. This two had more songs that I could kind of like kinda, skip through. When I used to like Pac talk to you, he talked to you on, on number two. More the yeah. the, cerebr- the cerebral songs, shorty want to be a thug. Wonder why they call you bitch, thug. But like he talked to you on this shit. Like, uh, shorty want to be a thug is dope. Uh, holla at me. That's that's my shit. That's still picture me rolling was my shit. Oh my god. Uh, picture me picture rolling. Me was my fi- hey nigga, it's a it's a it's a section in picture me rolling. Um, oh yeah. All right. We I did know. skip right over. I ain't mad at you. At the end of this one, though. Oh, shit. How do we skip that? Didn't even acknowledge it. But I Ain't wow. Mad At You is an incredible song. That video was so scary, dog. That shit damn near like. Because the video came out like after right he, after he passed. Nigga. Nigga. And it was about him going to heaven. It was it was literally foreshadowing the end. And that's just a real song, man. Because sometimes... Like people in your life change, you know what I'm saying? Are you a Muslim now? I'm a dope game. Like people like, grow, they become people grow. different. Yeah, and he basically like, listen, man, I ain't mad at you. Like we still gonna be cool, you know what I'm saying? People go through different things. Your life changed. You got married now. You you switched. and then the video had a whole different third verse than what you got on the song. Yeah, man. Um, this one is by itself can stand against. God damn, most niggas albums. Think about this. You think about the greatest albums of all time and all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. This one of all eyes on me can compete against any one of them shits. I agree. I give you I that. Agree. You know I what I'm saying? I, Not that even. I, I never even thought about it that way until to this week going through this shit and looking at these 14 songs can well, yeah, can compete against any of the album that you may say is the greatest album of all time. Can't even matter that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't murdered. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Thug Passion, Picture Me Rolling. Wonder Why They Call You Bitch. All Eyes On Me. Wonder Why They Call You Bitch was so dope to me because uh, as, as a kid still, and he basically broke down to all the, because, you know, during this time, like, they were trying to ban rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, this, this 
parental advisory was just hitting on all the stickers and shit. It was like, no, y'all are this, y'all that, y'all this. Uh, what was old? What was old girl name? Uh, was it Janet Reno? No, Dolores. See Dolores yeah, Tucker. See Dolores Tucker. Yeah. I don't know why the fuck Janet Reno popped in my head, but see Dolores Tucker, and um, they was trying to get this, and he was like, you know, well, let me explain why we say bitches and hoes all the time. And if anybody knew about the struggle of women and like being uh, uh, growing up in the with his mom and the black parents, all that shit, like, come on, fam. Mm-hmm. You like, nigga, I made Brenda's got a baby. How the fuck you think I would ever touch a woman like that? You know what I'm saying? He got mad when he hit that when he got that charge for some shit that he did not do, some shit he wasn't even in the room for. And he was like, you'll never get another motherfucking Brenda's got a baby or dear mama and shit because like how did you like my name should stand for itself when some site if somebody ever says some wild shit I'm like yeah jay johnson did this the niggas who know me like my friends my family they should be like nah nigga that don't sound like him show me the tape and, and it wasn't no real evidence was no real evidence no, you know, know so you know what i'm saying but like that's wild you know what i'm saying if some, you know how the shit be in social media right now some shit go out a, a news store guy like, nah, fam, you got to show me the damn tape because that's my man. Show man's. me the receipts. That's my man's. I know him for X or whatever. All the Me Too movement and shit like that, I understand why some people side or stand with some people like, I've never seen this from this particular person before. I know, I I would think I'm a good judge of character and I've known this man for 20, 30 years and shit. So when you say these wild allegations, I don't know if they're true or not, but based off what I know from a man, I'm rolling with a man until, I'm, until proven otherwise. I can't be 100% mad with people who, who stands like that because I want somebody to ride with me like that. If I'm up here telling you I didn't do this shit and this is out my character and somebody is making some wild outlandish claim, I don't give a fuck how convincing they sound. I need you to stand. You know me. Yeah. You should stand with me until proven otherwise. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of loyalty I think that some people um, garner. I think I would garner, you know what I'm saying, because – I'm riding with everybody on my team, so you know what I'm saying. So that's how. Um, one of my favorites is uh, checkout time. It's like, it's like whenever, whenever I'm leaving a hotel or whatever. Yeah, I like that, that comes. I, mm-hmm. I like but to look, play that play that song. I man. did want to play this one joint and picture me rolling, dog. Um, into three minute mark. Let me jump straight to it. Nope, not the right song. <laughs> uh, damn, which song was it? Uh, nope. I don't know. I can't think of it now, dog. Uh, catching catches out of catching cases at a fast rate, balling in a fast like that was uh, all eyes on me. Damn, that was all eyes on me. <laughs> we ain't got to the we ain't got to the title track yet. Uh checkout time is my shit too, dog. Uh I think that uh Big Psych. I heard niggas talk about Big Psych all the time, dog. Big Psych. It's a got, terrible rap. In a bad way? Yeah. Y'all think he's terrible? I yeah, don't. I do. I, I think I thought, he was nice. I thought Big Psych verse on All Eyes on Me is my shit. A nigga come in, I got keys Please, coming from, from overseas. Cost a nigga two hundred. Like I like, I love this nigga voice. I love this that nigga. I like that shit, dog. I mean, I guess it's just y'all too, because I don't <laughs> like this side. Uh, 
I mean, we can't skip the, the but, fucking but, title track. You know, what are I'm you telling me? Are you telling me he didn't hold the track? Oh, that's a point. He held the so track. So much trouble in this world, nigga. I kind of like, skip a, over Big Psych. Nigga, this is the yeah. important part of the song for me. <laughs> If they took psych, they took psych part off of here, I wouldn't have missed shit. True, true. I wouldn't have missed shit. Maybe Pac started the wave of putting like your whack homie on the song. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't get that. I thought he was dope. <laughs> I mean, uh, so, matter of opinion, I guess. So, so, what you think about the outlaws? I mean, I thought the outlaws are trash, also oh, as a, as a collective. So, all the songs that they rapped on, all not the all the songs, but I'm just saying, like as a collective, looking at the overall body of work, I wasn't a huge fan of the outlaws. So, all the songs that they rapped on on Pac songs, was any of them trash to you? I mean, no, I mean. But they had Pac with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, Pac was a part of the Outlaws. That's what helped make them come together as a group. When you, lo- when you lose David Ruffin, like, the Temptations <laughs> sound different. When you lose fucking Teddy Pendergrass, t- Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes is a different group. I can't say that the Outlaws is just as great without Pac, but I, mean, what, I don't know. Like, what about the Outlaws is trash, though? Like, I don't get what it. What about the Outlaws is great? They raps. Like- yeah, that was good, man. Okay, I mean, tomato, tomato. We not gonna we not gonna agree on the shit. I'm just asking, like literally, like I just didn't it? think them niggas was that good. Just just plain and simple. I wasn't I wasn't like sitting on pins and needles. I can't wait for this new Outlaws album to come out. Like if them niggas was featured on something, and I gotta listen to the song and make it through the Outlaws, and then fine. I mean, because arguably Machiavelli was another Outlaws album. They were damn near on every song. True. They was literally damn near on every. We talking song. about all eyes on me. <laughs> I mean, even don't hit him up. All eyes on me. I mean, that's that's connected to all eyes on me. Even hit him up. I mean, they was on there. Like I, I don't. They always held their own. They ain't never seen no whack shit to me. And I don't know if they came out with an album till like years later to have three pass. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Tupac and Outlaws. You know what right? I'm saying? I get yeah. the motherfuckers. Is, um, they survived. Spirit. They survived in the music industry. And on comparison, dog. Do you think anybody uh like show popped up on like any songs they were featuring on? Like they, you know, really like you know what? I don't know if Tupac had the best. Like ethered him song. on his own shit. Yeah, not on any of his uh not any of his um like any of his uh full length five record releases. And especially not on this album. Like Pac was just in a different zone. He he was just in his bag on this shit. He caught lightning in the bottle and he made a fucking classic. Niggas try niggas try and make classics. They set they go out with the expectation that this is gonna be my magnum opus. This is gonna be my classic album. Pac wasn't trying. In my opinion, he wasn't trying. He was fresh out of jail, out on bill, had hot ass beats, had a good team around him, and he was just rapping. He he found that shit. He all that shit that he wrote in prison, like it was it was all coming together. Sometimes Sometimes you just be in the zone, like like niggas that play basketball. Like sometimes the the, the hoop look as big as a fucking ocean, yeah. and everything that you shooting up going in, and that's that's where he was at this out. Like you can look at Pac lyrics, like you go on, on Genius or whatever, and you look at them bitches. I can read the motherfuckers like even of a like it's a bunch of fucking Pac songs that I probably don't know the words to because it's just that many fucking Pac songs out there. But you tell me this is a motherfucking Pac song, and I read the lyrics. 
That shit sounded like it was right next to us. Yeah. Somebody, <laughs> I hope somebody all right. Ambulance run down the street. But um, I can read the lyrics in Pac voice. In his cadence, because I know how he start. I know how to. I yeah. look at. I can look at the the, the lyric. I'm like, I know how you start your verses. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I know how you start your. Like, I, I can just tell. Like, oh, this is his pocket, and he always got that. Bomb. Everything was about that rhythm, and Pac rap from his his gut. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some Dire niggas rap from, from like you know yeah. what I'm saying, or singing and shit from the throat. Yeah, that nigga rap from like. I'm getting all these motherfucking words out when a boat. You know what I'm saying? Like he like he a, had that vip. like a preacher. Yeah, you know, dragging the words. You know what I mean? And like he, he put so much shit in his motherfucking music. So listen, it's all eyes on me. Which one of these songs was this songs? On all eyes on me. On oh, this songs? Because it really wasn't. Like um, we 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 we, pot get a lot of negativity because I he think, quote unquote was I dissing think, people. Um, but like. Pac really wasn't. He wasn't on that on this. I song. think on his actual studio, only disses you heard from Pac. Holla was, at me. He, he, I think he. he I'm saying like all the disses that you heard from Pac came after he died from shit that probably was never supposed to come out. I'm getting all this frustration out. You know what I'm saying? Like he recorded like seven different versions that hit him up. Like the final version that came out is what we was cool with. But he had he. I heard hit him up like seven different times. You know what I'm saying? With different verses, some of the same content, but different verses. All the disses that we heard, that shit wasn't never supposed to come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, his albums wasn't about beefing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even if you look at listen at Machiavelli, I will give you maybe two songs. You know what I'm saying? But like But they all cohesive releases. Yeah. And his his content wasn't about it wasn't necessarily even on thug shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I rap about guns and drugs and shit, but it wasn't like All Eyes on Me is literally an album you can cruise to. Facts. Put it, put it in, put it in, turn it up, let the top, let the windows down, and just enjoy your Saturday. Which version of All Eyes on Me do you like? I mean, I'm sorry. Which version of California Love do you like best? Uh, Fox version. No, what version? Version. Because yeah. you had like the Mad Max version, yeah, and then you had like the real video. smooth one. Mm. I like the smooth shit myself. That Mad Max video, that shit was crazy. Yeah. Bro. But that's this was back before niggas was doing like million dollar videos, big ass budgets. You know what I'm saying? Pac had a lot of a lot of videos to support this album. Facts. And yeah. niggas wasn't putting out five, six videos. Even with a double album, they wasn't putting out this many videos. Uh, you gotta think about this shit. Like after All Eyes on Me came out or during this time, Pac was one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like fuck rap. Like I had movies out. I had like how he was explaining, like nigga, um, he's supposed to be open. He about to open up a restaurant. He uh, Versace. It's gonna be Death Row East. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he Pac his, was a recognizable label. He was a recognizable face all across the world. And then you know he got that that famous quote, like, "I won't. I may not be the person who changes the world, world, but I bet I can be. I will spark the mind that changes the world. I I 100 agree. Because like. Who the fuck is not impacted by Tupac? Whether he was a rap fan or not. Yeah. Like my 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 my, my reach has been gone. And I've never seen the All Eyes on Me movie. You niggas ruined it I'm for not, me. I'm not even I'm not I was never it. interested in seeing this. I shit. was interested, but everybody ruined it for me. I don't I don't want to see it and be upset or be disappointed, so I can't watch it. It's dog. kinda hard for me to like watch something that I live through. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like I grew up, I know how the story ends. Like I'm you I wasn't so interested. Funny? Like, so, you know, they're about to make a John Gotti movie called Gotti, right? Yeah. Uh, they're about to make a White Boy Rick movie. I don't know if you've seen yeah, the trailer. Yeah, I saw, I saw the trailer of right? the White Boy Rick. So, do motherfuckers think I look at that movie like, that don't look like 
whomever insert person here that don't look like excerpt like we yeah, know what these it. we know who these people look like but like I don't I think we take that shit too far like no that didn't look like Pop Cousin Pop Cousin look like like fam it's the movie dog yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I guess the main just enjoy enjoy the art of it like I don't want a, a, a Asian man playing Pac you know what I'm saying but like like it's a movie fam I didn't watch the movie for a couple of reasons um like for example you, you, you two are good friends right yeah yeah and I kind of fuck with his name. Say, 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 Jay Pass, Jay Pass or something, right? And they want to make a movie about Jay. And you, you're working on a movie, and you're looking at the movie, and you're like, no, that's 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 not how our, our friendship was. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not true. And everybody knows all best friends. You know, not only that, your mother is saying, no, that's not that's not that's not my son. That's y'all y'all betraying him wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So basically, me being a fan. You know what I'm saying? A super fan, really. When you kind of saw those things, I or heard those it. things about I the movie. I can't watch it, man. I give you that. Yep. I just, just for me, like I said, I grew up with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I watched Pac. I can vividly remember Pac and Digital Underground just as well as I can remember when fucking Machiavelli dropped. Like right. I remember that shit. So there's no need for me to go back and watch somebody else's vision of that. And that movie when not I, for us either. Yeah, sure. when I look at it, like my son, 15. His his feelings, his memories, his recollection of Tupac. Pac been dead longer than he been alive. Yeah, so I mean, you you go see that. So he saw all eyes on me, and he come back. So dad, I you know I saw this. How you like it? He liked it. He liked it. I figured. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it's it's for like that I'm, generation. One of these guys, he a little younger than me, he said he wasn't. Um, he didn't know nothing about the whole mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? He said I thought that shit was good, but he not like into the. Shit like that. Like if you don't if you don't know what you're watching, you just watching it as a but movie. But do you think it's authentic? Do you, do you think no it's idea. really doing him any justice? I think that movie was based off the vibe interview. Oh, okay. So everything that happened in that long vibe interview is what that movie was about. And matter of fact, how it kind of weaved in and out, you know what I'm saying? The the, the vibe interview of, you just should know what the fuck that is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But it wasn't really about who Puck was as a person, some introspective shit. It literally was just the surface shit that we already know from what I understand. I've clearly again, I didn't watch it, but I watched enough interviews on it. And before it came out, I watched all the interviews with all the directors. Let me take that back. The only thing that I saw from the movie is just the final sequence. Like when he get murdered on the strip, like I I wanted to see how that was going, going to look. I probably watched like the first five to seven minutes of the movie when they, and they brought, they walked him in to, uh, it was in Clinton, and they was doing the vibe interview, and he was going through the interview, and then like they went off into the first memory, whatever he was talking about. Then I turned this shit off. Yeah, damn, that was quick. I didn't turn it off. I mean, something <laughs> happened, so I turned it off. But then I just, I just never had the feeling to go back. I don't, I don't, I don't want. I mean, to and I felt the same way about Notorious. Like I ain't really give a fuck to. Yeah, that was kind of too soon. Yeah, yeah, too soon. And I mean, they played on BET every other weekend, or they was for a minute. So I mean, I watched them tours. It wasn't a bad movie. No, I've I've seen it, but like, did I was like sometimes movies come out like when Infinity War came out. I need to see this shit. Black Panther. I need to see this shit. When Notorious came out, I see it one day. Yeah. When I ain't doing shit on a Saturday, but like, (laughs) do I need to sit in the theater with other motherfuckers and watch it? No, I'm straight. Hmm. Yeah, man. So. All eyes on me. This one, this two. Um, I think it's unanimous that this one is the is the better of the two. 
which doesn't mean that this too is like it's a wacky. slouch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I do now carry the opinion that this one can stand up to whatever your favorite rap album is. I think and crush it probably and like go head to head with it. You know what I'm saying? Whether which whatever your favorite is is your favorite. You know what I'm saying? But like I think that can contend with that 14 songs, nigga. So. As you said, we in order to be one of the greats, you got to drop a double. So we're still waiting on that double from Kendrick, that's Cole. Not I, that's not what I said. Drake. That's what some say. Uh, I'm not waiting on no – Drake did kind of drop. I, that last shit, that More Life had like 28. I damn near don't want to listen to this next Drake album. I, I'm, I would bet every dollar in my pocket that Drake disses Pusha T on this album. Well, Pusha T just ended the beef like yesterday or some shit. Doesn't mean that Drake ain't still gonna diss this yeah. nigga on that. He actually he told actually he said if you got the career in the diss, drop it. And then Drake was like, here, watch this Degrassi shit. I mean you gotta deflect, deflect, deflect. I guess his 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 new video from I'm Mad is like some Degrassi shit. I've never watched the show. I thought it was an urban legend. They didn't know it was real. Like I've never seen the shit. What channel did it ever come on? Like at, I don't know, at, I, at I was, what point in life did that shit ever come on American I, I heard, TV? I heard Crystal talking about that shit on Unsavory Antics. Yeah. Like I I just maybe I was too old. I didn't give a fuck. I I never saw it. Never heard of it until Drake came out. Like, wh- what is this shit about, fam? I don't I don't know. This shit is an urban who's, legend. To who, I see an episode. Who, who's the Tupac of this generation right now? The Tupac of this generation. That's a that's a huge no child to put on somebody, no and I don't I don't no think one. he exists yet. As far as the impact, like some type of impact. No one has the impact like Pac did. We watch Pac, it, like we was talking offline, right? We watched Pac. Pac Impact was four years. 94 to 96. 93. I'll give him 93. Clearly, we know that his first album dropped in 91. Y'all weren't checking for Pac in 91. No. From 1993, 94, 95, and 96. And he was dead then. But, like, four years is where all this impact happened and shit. Nobody can give me a four-year run that we seen a motherfucker do everything he been. They just shot two police officers, fam. Yeah. And beat the case. Yeah. In Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. everybody wanted <laughs> for for whatever reason it's been a it's been a on Twitter, it's like I'm a slander Pac. Pac wasn't as real as he say he was. So let me just go through shit that we've we seen happen. Uh when Pac got robbed and shot in Quiet Studios, they say he got shot because he went for his guns. So gangster niggas try to rob me. I pull out my guns and try to fight back. I get shot. Check. You ain't no hope. Um, we seen some injustice going on with two off-duty police officers, two white off-duty police officers that I didn't know was off-duty police officer at the time was fucking with a black man. I pull out my gun. I shoot both them niggas. Check. Check. Um, we seen the night he died. It was a, my man, we know the story behind it is one of the niggas got their chain snatched. He like, hey, pot. There go the nigga mm-hmm. who stole my chain. Mm-hmm. He and went we off. go after him. And, and go off on the nigga. Check. And you, you seen like, what are you talking about? I never said I've sold drugs. I never went out my way to say I'm the biggest gangster and everything like that. These are the shit that happened in his life that we watch live in person. So niggas who like 16, 17, who didn't live this shit, you get on the internet and you want to retweet and everything. Like, nigga, I watch this shit in real life. Don't tell me he wasn't who he was. Now, that doesn't mean like he beat up the uh, pockets like some big. Yeah. yeah did we not? Did he not, did he not sock both the Hughes brothers and beat them niggas up on the set? <laughs> And was on and was, went went to uh, Yo MTV Raps and was popping off about that shit. Yeah, like like we seen this shit happen, fam. Don't let the niggas fool you. We seen this shit with my own eyes. Now he never made a song saying I'm the biggest gangster out here. Mm. Ain't nobody fuck with me. I come shoot. He wasn't. Well, tell me the song. Uh, 
Yeah, he has. What song? At, at damn near every every song. I mean, he rap about guns and drugs, but not because I'm so tough that if you, I don't know. I never got the impression that like I'm a big I'm a big gangster. You don't want to fuck with me. I, I just say, nigga, you with I, I witness me strapped with Max. No, I wouldn't play that. Like that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, y'all niggas see me at videos with the gun range with the Mac Tens and shit. I mean, he was all, in the yeah. all purple and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas witness me strapped with Max. You know, I wouldn't play that. Like, I'm just saying, fam. Live your truth. I think he lived his life, man, the best he could. Unfortunately, it was it was stopped short. But who else got a four year run like that with that fucking impact? The conversations that he had, the fucking video. If it's a video of him speaking, like it looked like at a community college with some of the elders in there, and he was basically got on their head like y'all the ones that failed us. A four year impact. I, like, like y'all might kill me for saying this. Think about this though. Y'all before, might kill me before for you this. say this. <laughs> Parked out in '96. Yeah, it's 22 years later. We still talking about these four years. I would have to say, man, y'all might kill me for this. Lil Wayne. No. Lil Wayne had a, like a four-year run, man. I'm, I'm saying, Give me man. this goddamn deal. <laughs> I'm not no, saying Lil Wayne, no. Lil Wayne had a four-year run, man, when he was on, on top just, of the game. Just bro. his music. Just, just his music. music. He don't got no his music. Oh, just oh music. you talking about outside of music. Yeah. Outside. I mean, I mean like, the full yeah. scope. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah, the closest course. nigga they have that, I mean, Kendrick. Impact is re- retarded. Yeah. It's not Pac level. No. no not by no, any no, stretch. No, you know what I'm saying? It's not Pac level. But, you know, shout out to Pac, man. Happy birthday to you, man. Right, yeah. man. Pac, you the GOAT. I'm not going to jump off of that. Pac the GOAT. What? I think, I think Pac the GOAT, like my Ali was who, the GOAT. Who's and better? When, when people call Ali the GOAT, they don't oh, say you the greatest man. boxer of all time. They just say you the greatest of all time. The greatest of all time. That's like an exactly. all-encompassing term. Like, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> you can't explain to me how somebody else can be greater. I'm not saying Who, who's greater, man. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm not saying like you, the greatest rapper. No one rhymes beat you. Right. I'm not saying that you have uh, no one album sales can ever, which they're not fucking with but your, your album sales. What I'm saying, everything all encompassing. Yeah. Who is as great? The word great is a definition. You know what I'm well, saying? There's I'm, a reason for it. Like I'm not gonna argue this one tonight. You know how that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even. I'm talking about. I'm just speaking to the listeners. Like when you think about great. The like, come on, fam! Four years. We talking about this shit. Twenty two years later, from movies to to the impact to the like the nigga. They got. I'm just curious. They who, got they got who, schools who's your, named. Who's, who's, who's the best rapper in your book? Forget rapper. I'm just talking Artists. about. I'm saying I got schools named after me. I got college courses that's breaking down my motherfucking lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, can't beat that, man. That's a greatness. I got movies that's being made about me. I mean, um, you can't you know what I'm argue saying? that. <laughs> <laughs> but if you like, if we just ask in my opinion, you know, greatest rapper of all time died on March 9th. Oh, big? Yes. Two albums. Look, man, we, we don't have enough time to do this tonight. <laughs> yeah. we, we just not. We just not. You got a Who's Mans is this? Yeah. Uh, my Who's Mans is this this week uh, goes to one of the most overrated basketball players of all time and one of the most overrated people of all time. Dennis Rodman. Um, <laughs> Dennis Rodman is trash. Uh, oh, he ain't good for shit, but a few rebounds. <laughs> you see him crying, man. He ain't the never, worm, the original, original bad boy. The nigga was never shit, but a good rebounder and a, a agitator and an irritator of different plates and an ass grabber. You know what I'm saying? The nigga was in the like all this extra shit. Like, Remember when he showed up in that wedding dress to his book signing? Fuck, <laughs> Dennis Rodman. <laughs> 
like in real life. Fuck this gay ass. I mean, fuck Dennis Rodman. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna jump off the cliff, nigga, this weak ass nigga. Leave a parachute behind. This nigga weak as fuck, man. Six nine in a wedding dress. This the second time you. It's <laughs> the second time you done got on TV crying over another man. Fuck is going on between yeah, you and Kim Jong Un? Like you over there fucking him? That's I'm gonna go out and say it. You over there fucking in this man? I, I don't know, man. Don't. Why the fuck you? It's the second time you done went over there. And came back. You on television crying over that man for what? I came back here <laughs> and I had to hide for thirty days. Nigga, well, they they don't want to kill you. Oh, it's, oh, it's been thirty days. That's not killing nigga. <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. Like in real life, I'm gonna ask is the Dennis question. Rodman I'm gonna ask the, the, the key question. to our peaks. I'm gonna ask the question. <laughs> the who worm. man's is this? Who's standing by Dennis Rodman? Who be like, oh, that's my man. That's my man. Who man? Who brought this nigga here, dog? Trump. He was raised by. He was an orphanage. He was right. He was a, he was, a, he was an orphan, right? I don't know. He was raised by his mother. His his actual one. I thought he was raised by uh, his mother. Come was. on, man. We can't we can't go creating a story for this nigga. No, dog. That Dennis Rodman grew up in a motherfucking orphanage. <laughs> that nigga's an orphanage, dog. <laughs> like I'm not gonna go creating a creating a whole backstory for. I the thought nigga. he was uh. I thought that nigga. Let me let me go ahead and read some shit. <laughs> He's like him, Black Dynamite. He grew up in a orphanage. No, he, he you know he he, he grew up in a um. Dysfunctional family, you know his his mother was. I thought he grew up with with two unnaturals. I don't know. two unnaturals. Yeah, man, that's the term I use. People know what it is. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna make up a story for this. <laughs> I thought I maybe. All right. Well, fuck that nigga, man. Who man's this? Get your weak ass off TV, crying. Your face look like a fucking. Your face look like an STD. That's what your face look like. If an STD. Like you just look like, face. yes, <laughs> like this nigga is that fucking ugly, fam. Like, <laughs> like you got all these goddamn rings and shit. I'm like, like pus coming out your shit, fam. Fuck is this, man? Fuck is a fuck is a Dennis Rodman? And who the fuck Take put him on TV anyway? Hey, let's hey, put man, Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman on TV. Dennis, don't y'all remember when he had his own show, the Dennis Rodman World Tour? It was on MTV. Never. Wow, never. Okay, he had his own show. It was a reality show. This motherfucker trying to marry himself. Fuck out of here. I mean, my nigga, have you ever tried a woman? They're incredible. They feel amazing. Wasn't he with Madonna? Yeah. Ruined that nigga. Wow. He was with her? Yeah. Ruined him. How? I mean, some some pussy push, push you to the brink. That Her voodoo priestess ass got him out of here. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, my music pick of the week, I really wanted it to be nice. We waited all day. Still no Nas album. Fuck Kanye West. But you know what I? <laughs> but you know what I have been listening to all day today. J Rock's Redemption. Oh, I haven't man, listened. I, I haven't checked that shit, out yet. Shit is a solid project, man. I didn't want to start listening songs, to it. Songs. Uh, we look at that thirteen. I didn't want to start listening to it. And then out and then Nas shit drop and then I start listening. And don't yeah. give it a full listen. So I'm like, I'm, I'm just gonna wait. That's that's how I was. But I like after lunchtime and the Nas still <laughs> hadn't dropped. I was like, well, let me continue to listen to J Rock. Shit got a solid album, man. A wild freestyle with Kendrick is probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite joints off of this bitch. Mm. It's a solid project. J Rock is not a slouch. He comes from a collective where everybody is like talented as fuck. Hey, I'm glad you mentioned Kendrick. So you know Kendrick was in concert here the other day, right? Yeah. So I had bought tickets, right? And I'm like, oh shit, got these tickets a little while ago and shit, and um. Like the day before, and someone was like, asked me, like, you got the tickets? But I was like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go and I uh, look at the tickets and shit. Why buy them bitches for the wrong venue? 
the one the show that was in Ontario the day before. Damn, Jay. <laughs> and like I, I I found this shit out on the eleventh. The show was scheduled for the thirteenth, and now I'm panicking like a motherfucker because like you got to make a trip. Fuck bro. My, you know what I'm saying? Like I arranged shit for it to be on the thirteenth. <laughs> you were so I'm like, fuck. I bought the niggas through StubHub and shit. So I called them niggas like, well, we can resell them motherfuckers for you because you can't return them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, shit. Like I don't live in this country. Like you know what I'm saying? The lady I was talking to was from Jamaica. Shout out to her. She's like, you ever been in Jamaica? I'm like, no. She's a real nice lady, by the way. Uh, so they were like, well, we can resell them for you. And she just logged in and did the shit for me. And uh, I put them tickets back up there. And I'm like, well, shit, do I buy the tickets for, like, the 13th and then just be out a lot of fucking money? Because, like, if these bitches don't sell, I'm like, no, fuck that. But them motherfucking tickets ended up selling, like, probably about, like, an hour or so before the show started, dog, on the 12th. So I got my motherfucking money back. But, like, at this particular point, I wanted to go buy some more tickets. I'm like, I'm getting taxed like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So... I did not go to the Kendrick concert. Damn, Jay. I, I never seen Kendrick perform live. This was a big thing. It was all going down, and I failed, man. I fell dropped the fuck, ball. I dropped the fucking ball, you know? And it's not like me because I do everything good. And this was the, op- this was the opportunity where I fucking failed, dog. <laughs> I failed in life. You had some good-ass seats in Ontario, too, Facts. probably. <laughs> Facts. In real life. And when something was wrong, because when I went and bought the tickets the second time, I, you know, they got a little 360. I'm like, something like, dog, these tickets and these seats, I'm like. This doesn't look quite like the venue. <laughs> Boom. You know what I'm saying? But damn, I wanted to see that show, dog. Damn, man. You fucked up. I failed, nigga. <laughs> I had no other. I mean, I had to, like, players fuck up. Like, listen, this is what happened. And, uh, yeah, this is what happened. Right, I mean that's 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 the end of that. You one. know what? Fuck up of the week. I, I, I'm taking I'm taking it back. <laughs> whose man's is this? It's myself. J. J. <laughs> I am who's man. And who he come with? Dave going wild. <laughs> oh fuck Dennis Rodman. Jay Johnson is whose man's is it this week? Because I fucked up royally this oh, week. Man. So I'm whose man's is this, dog? Fair enough. Uh, it's Dave going wild on everything that matters, man. Uh, go ahead, get your socials, brother. Um, you can reach me at uh, Jaffe J A F I period D B. On um, IG. Shout your SoundCloud link, man. Um, you a rapper? Music. My, my music is under construction right now. You know what I'm saying? I got, okay. I, I, I got music coming, so just, just be patient. Um, you know, and and a shout out to the fathers, man. It's, it's, uh, Hell it's gonna yeah, it is going to be fathers. God damn. We shout don't out know to how the fathers, we... man. Shout out to all the fathers. Shout out to my father. My you know father, what I'm yeah. grandfather. Shout out to my father, my brother. And all the fathers out there, man. Shout out to my D-Mary, Jay Grand, new fathers this year, and Sean. You know what I'm saying? All three of y'all bringing new lives into the into the world this year. Shout out to my old man, Ray Cash, uh, who has been the epitome of manhood and fatherhood man. for my 36 years breathing God's earth. Uh, he always showed me how important it was to put family first. Thanks. You know, the sacrifice. You know, sometimes... You know, he complained about it, but, like, the lights never got turned off. Max. We ain't never missed no meal. Anytime I open up the fridge, even to this day, I can go to my father's house right now, open up the fridge. There's going to be something in there that I can eat. Yeah. And my family has always, he's always put family first and instilled that in me and helped me to be, 
you know, a decent father. If I can be half the father that he was to me to my kids, Thanks. you know, I did a good-ass job. So shout-out to all the fathers. I hope you all get the big piece of chicken. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you get a good fucking gift. Not no Sears bullshit, but buy daddy a fucking Shinola and some $200 cologne and give him peace and quiet for an afternoon and then let dad get his dick sucked before the night is over. 100. Yeah, <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Uh, niggas reached out, asked me if we was gonna have our pops on this week, man. We, it's coming someday. It may, may not be a quote unquote Father's Day episode, but that's yeah. what we gonna call it. We gonna bring my pops up here. Bring yeah, my I'm pops a, up here. yeah, I'm gonna get a way to get get my old man on, man. Man, we bring it to him. Shit, we out here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? appreciate y'all inviting me, man. Man, facts. Y'all told you a, long, a while me, ago. You know what I'm saying? That was gonna have you on. My man for is sure, a big pop sure. fan. Big you know what I'm saying? Man, man. For sure. I'm so. also an artist. I got more music coming. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to talk. I just like the show. You feel me? I mean, we 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 got some things coming up with with some real spitters. So I mean, we'll keep you in the loop. And let me just tell y'all something: Kush Blunts and Clinic Trips is coming. I'm already what? I'm shooting some Listen. visuals what is for that? it. What is that? What that is my that? that is my project. Listen. Westbound and down. Listen. Kush Blunts and Clinic Trips. <laughs> like this week. I talk about off air. I talk about off air, but I'm about to send you something this week. We gotta do this one thing. Oh, oh, the the video I was telling you about. No, something totally different. Okay, but uh, we on it. I got an inspiration. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah. And, and so, there, there are a few people I'm gonna I'm reach out to personally. I'm, a, I'm let me throw this out there right now, Judy and Cheyenne. There's something very important that I need y'all for. It's not gonna be trash. I ain't gonna have y'all out here looking crazy. You know what's so funny? But I'm gonna them, need y'all too. I need them too for something too. That's crazy. you know when I was thinking, just sitting back, just like going through my rolodex of women that I know, I probably know some of the most be- naturally beautiful women in the city of Detroit. Plain and simple. Factual. Between the two of us, we got this shit kind of cornered. Factual. All right. And we'll just leave it at that. Jay Johnson 313 <laughs> on Instagram, Jay Johnson 313 on uh, Twitter. Follow Shop Talk Podcast and Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Go to the website, shoptalkpod.com. Click on booking. See that calendar? If it's open, it's open. And it's not booked until you fucking pay. That's how it is. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller Podcast, but. We are Jane Dang. Hell yeah. Peace.